last night I stood at your doorstep Trying to figure out what went wrong You just slipped something into my palm Then you were gone I could smell the same deep green of summer But me the same night sky was glow In the distance I could see the town where I was born It's gonna be a long walk home Every night all alone Waiting for me Gonna be a long walk home A long walk home In the town of Passau's Grocery Barbershop on South Street I looked into the faces That all ran strangers to me Welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, but today we're kind of on the Bruce train, but we're also mostly talking about other music. And joining me today is Alex Perry. Uh, thanks to the wonders of Skype, uh, we're doing another timey-wimey episode where it's my morning, his afternoon, but Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jesse. So for my audience, tell, tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, 29 years old. Uh, I live in Norway, and um, yeah, I record music at home and write some songs here and there. Uh, I was more active earlier, but uh, still keeping it going. Yeah, I was going to start out with, well, first off, thank you. I don't think I've ever had anyone from Norway, so I can that's a, yeah. that's a country I can check off my uh, list. Um, but mm-hmm. how you been doing during this pandemic? How are things going there in Norway and you personally? It's, of course, a, a weird time and all, but um, for me, it's, you know, I've, I haven't, you know, I still have my job and everything like that. Uh, I work at a daycare with kids, okay. so, of course... We were shut down for a month, but we were still there were some kids with you know parents who were critical, had yeah. critical jobs. So you know still had the job, and uh, uh, Norway is handling it good, I think, even though you know there's social distancing and everything here too. But uh, things seem to be going the right way for now, and uh, we'll see. Well, that is good to hear. Um, I, I'm sure you incorporate music is in the daycare, right, when you're taking care of the kids? Is that a big part of what you do there? Yeah, I, uh, I have a guitar there, so we sing some songs. I get to use the music in my work, too. Very nice, very nice. All right, so um, I always like to start at the beginning, Alex. Talk to me about growing up. Uh, what kind of music did your family listen to? What did you listen to as a kid? 
Well, I don't really recall what you know my mom and dad were listening to necessarily. They weren't listening you know, actively to music. Um, I, my sister, you know, she's four years older than me, so that was of course you know Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls and all that. Uh, I had you know of course some kid music when I was growing up, but the first uh, real band that I listened to uh, was The Offspring. Uh, so that kind of got me into that uh, riff-based rock thing. That was kind of the, what spoke to you first, right? That you kind of made your own? Yeah. They're very cool, very uh, cool. And as you started growing up and going into high school and other, did, did your music taste expand? And, and, you know, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, the Offspring was the first the first band, uh, but it's not the most like important to me. Uh, it started really when I got into Europe uh, and uh, started listening to them uh, and got really into them. And a couple of years after I got into them, they um, made a comeback and made new albums, and they're still still uh, still going now. Uh, and from them, from interviews from them, you know, I heard about other bands, you know, like that I didn't know about, like Tin Lizzy and UFO, Audio Slave. So I got a lot of input from them too in expanding my horizons. Yeah, kind of like almost cousin bands, like if hey, yeah, yeah like yeah. on Amazon when it says if you like this, you might like that. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's yeah. interesting. Um, when did you? When did you have an interest in creating your own music? Like, did you start playing guitar early? Did you do, talk to me a little bit about how your interest in making music started? Yeah, um, there was always a guitar at my house because my, my dad, he wasn't playing actively, but he had done it earlier. And um, he taught me you know, the first chords and we had a piano. He taught, taught me some stuff there. Uh, so I guess I learned like the first basic things on guitar, maybe at six years old, but then I didn't really do it actively. Um, but when I started writing songs, I guess I was maybe around 10, it was pretty early, but, uh, that was without guitars. I was more making fun songs and making, and it, yeah, it just grew from there actually. You know, that's interesting. I had a, I had someone on uh, about a month or so ago, you know, and she talked about that she wasn't almost um, into, like, high school before she even thought about writing a song. And then, uh, but I've had, I have a good friend named Sarah who, similar to you, like she says she can never not remember making up songs, even if they're silly, you know, ba, do, da, da, you know, just, you know, nonsense of words. But as a kid, she just always had that. So I I always think that's interesting. Um, As as you're starting to get older, did did the songwriting become more serious? Did you try to work on it more? Or is this, tell me about when that kind of switched from just doing little silly things to when you actually tried to, hey, let me see if I could do something good at this. Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, at the beginning it was just um, making silly cover versions of songs and just with vocals and a cassette recorder. But when I got around uh, maybe 
12, 13 and started getting more and more into drums and guitar and actually learning it for real and spending more time on it and also with a good friend of mine. Then we started, you know, forming a band, the two of us and having dreams, you know, and listening to Europe and, you know, that's going to be us one day and uh, just creating more and more songs to get better at the craft. Would you say Europe is by far your biggest influence? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's far. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, what when you guys started your band? Um, what what kind of gigs did you play? Well, we we didn't play gigs actually. We just we just did it at home and we uh, created songs. It was we didn't know anybody else who played music. It was me and him, you know, nobody else at our school right. uh, really did like that. So for a long time, you know, it was me and him and I later when we got around 15, 16, 17 and started recording and learning more about that. I recorded the drums, the keyboards, the bass, and then he took the guitars. Uh, and we had no vocals. So, you know, I wrote the melodies and lyrics, but we didn't have anyone to sing them. Uh, so it was, it was like that for a long time. And, um, we, it wasn't until we were like 23, maybe that we got a band real together when he started music school. In oh, Oslo. okay. Uh, did you go to, or you mentioned you, you went to music school. That's what you did for secondary education or? Yeah. Um, I, me and my friend moved to LA, uh, in 2011 to, yeah. He went to um, the guitar. It was MI. It's a school in LA, and he did the guitar course, and I did the recording uh, course. So we were there for a year, and then, yeah. Was there? Was it a big culture shock living in LA, uh, coming from there, or was it just because you were focused on music? It was all kind of the same. I mean. Of course, it's different, but it's not a culture shock because, I mean, for one, the cultures are, you know, it's the Western world, of course, so it's pretty similar. And also, we know, all the movies and the TV shows and you kind of know, and I've been there on vacation, so you kind of know the deal. But, uh, of course, it's it's different, but uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. So now that you guys are, you know, you you guys got in your your 20s, you've gone to school, you start, you've. You decide you want to take this a little serious. Um, even though you've got a day gig, you're also kind of working on this, correct? Yeah, so in the last couple of years, it's been less and less music. Um, but I'm still, I've still kept it going, and especially with covers and stuff like that, because I like recording and mixing songs. And uh, doing covers, you, you, you know you have a good song. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the quality of the song necessarily, so you can just... Right focus and practice on the recording and mixing part. So that's yeah. the base. Yeah, so um, the reason I found you is you did a version of Springsteen's Long Walk Home. So yeah. talk to me about, you know, when did you first, you know, find Bruce and what about his music spoke to you? Would you call yourself a Springsteen fan or you just like the song? Uh, somewhere in between, I guess. I'm not a Fan. Well, it's not that I'm not a fan, but <laughs> I haven't really done that deep dive into his music. I, you know, there I, I know a lot of songs from him, 
but uh, I have yet to really do a deep dive, and I think I should because there's a lot of. I heard his new song just now, and uh, you know, there's a feeling in his songs. You know, it's real and it's raw, and it's uh, yeah. So I uh, I do listen some to him. You know, like Long Walk Home and Radio Nowhere, and yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, as we're recording this, it's um, it's September 12th, and you know, this week he released his new single letter to you mm. and um i think it's an amazing especially when you consider the guy's going to be 71 mm. this this month and you know he mm. and the east street band are still putting out new music that's just amazing yeah i think it's good when artists don't just lean on their back catalog and just tour but they're right. creating music and and doing that uh i think that's great yeah i totally agree so why did you choose to do a cover of Long Walk Home, which, by the way, you do a great version of? Oh, thank you. Well, uh, when I do, the, like I said, I'm not really a singer. So when I, I have to sing because I don't know any singers around here. So when I do a cover, I need something that I can manage to sing. And uh, this summer, I was thinking about and I didn't have anything in mind, but then I was just sitting on my guitar and then started playing Long Walk Home, and oh yeah, maybe maybe I can do that one. And uh, I just had you know the the drum beat in my head, kind of doing it a bit slower than the original and a, a bit calmer. Uh, so that's how it. I just by accident started playing it. Well, I, you did a great version, and I'm going to include a link in the show. Um, I think it's a great song of his. Of course. I do a Springsteen podcast, so I'm biased. But, you know, I think Magic is really an amazing album. Um, yeah. And I think the song Long Walk Home is really appropriate with everything that we've got going on, the mm -hmm. civil unrest and all the political turmoil, especially here in the U.S. So oh, yeah. um, I really appreciated it. Yeah, great. Uh, there's something about the song. I mean, it's... Just the way the lyrics sounds and the the way every the, uh, the song sounds and how it's put together and arranged, it's it creates a feeling in me for yeah yeah I I accept that and it came across. Um, it, so when you're building a cover, a lot of times you're 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 looking. If I understand you right, and I'd love to expand on that, you're going one. Can I sing it decently? <laughs> Two, yeah. is the song, does it move me somehow, either emotionally or, you know, uh, musically? So is that kind of how you look at when you're going to try to do a cover for something for your YouTube channel? Yeah, it's, you know, it's normally songs that I already have a relationship to. You know, I, I've listened to years and uh, it just happens so that I thought of that song at that time and did that cover. And that's mostly how it is. You know, you think of a song and then you try it and then, yeah, I think I can do this. And then you try. Good, good. Um, so I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but what are you working mm -hmm. on next? What are, you, what's, what, what are the plans for Alex going forward? Well, I, I kind of want to start writing a bit more again. I never... You know, I always get small ideas and record them on my phone to remember them. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to try to 
write a whole song and maybe record something again because it's been a been a few years since I've done that. Uh, and also maybe like not necessarily just like Bruce Springsteen songs, but more in that vein, more like rock, but yeah, yeah, a bit calmer than hard rock. It, uh, try to do that something like that. You know, it's it sounds like listening to you that in a lot of ways the behind the scenes part of song making you almost enjoy more than the actual performing. Like you love, you just mentioned, you love the editing and and you know doing the individual tracks, editing them together, mixing it and doing that. It sounds yeah. like that almost is your major love. Yeah, and especially, you know, um, when you get to hear something and it comes together and it sounds good and you can just sit there and tink with things. I mean, the most boring part is recording the basic tracks, like the drums and yeah. the, you know, all the basics. To get all, When you get all that done and you can just play with stuff and try new things on top of that, that's really where the fun starts. Yeah, I, I can imagine, like, once you you have the building blocks, okay, now mm. then, what can I do creatively to do something differently? And um, that that's cool. Like you said, you mentioned on Long Walk Home, you kind of slowed it down a little bit, kind of yeah. did it, um, and the emotion of the singer, right, the the, the pride of, of their – town but also the worry about the town comes through in the song yeah yeah um so um if people want to find more about your music tell them how what's the best way to do it well it's really just uh youtube i don't have any any facebook page for my music or anything so it's basically okay you know, look for Alex Perry on YouTube, but you're going to get a lot of results from an Australian designer as well. So <laughs> I, I did that yeah. when I Googled that. I noticed that. That's funny. Are you on Twitter? Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. So okay. It's, yeah. Okay. No, nothing wrong with that. I just want to make sure I get the right thing. Um, mm. Good. All right. So, Alex, I always like to ask this question. What What have I not asked you that I should have? Oh. <laughs> Well, that's, that's a hard question, actually. Um, it's hard to answer that one. Uh, I think. Well, I, you, you mentioned music. I mean, yeah. You mentioned Europe is your favorite band. Have you seen them live? Oh yeah, times. Probably How many times? Twelve or thirteen times. Yeah. Twelve, thirteen, maybe around okay. there. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> is there any song? We're going of- to see them in. Go ahead, finish your statement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to see them now in May uh, in Oslo, but uh, you know everything was shut down now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, is there? I asked this when I have a Springsteen fan on the show, so I'm going to turn it around. Is there? Is there a song of theirs you haven't heard live, but you wish you had? Most definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think of which one I would say. It's okay to get uh, more than one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, uh, they, uh, it's probably from more than new albums, I think, because, uh, I think they have such, so many, many great songs. Uh, so probably a song like, a song like called You Devil You or Only Young. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good topic because there's so many 
Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I love understand. so many of their songs. That's good. Yeah. Um, but it's also that's yeah that's great that's great well all right this has been a lot of fun so we have to end with um i end every podcast with the mary question so yeah. um to and i kind of explained to you this uh in the email but to, to expand in case someone is listening to this podcast for the first time a guy named jay armstrong is an honors english teacher in uh the philadelphia area and he um every Every year, he has his seniors in an honors class, and they take the Springsteen song, Thunder Road, and they spend two days studying it. They look at all the lyrics. They look at the imagery, uh, the what, what the song, what he's trying to say. Uh, they compare it to Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. And then... Um, at the end of the two days, he, you know, he asked the class, does Mary get in the car? So mm. I gave you that homework assignment. Alex, what do you think? Do you think Mary gets in the end of the car at the end of Thunder Road? A couple of times. And, uh, you know, instead of trying to analyze every sentence and every every line, I, I just – what. What did the song give me for a feeling? And I would have to, if, I, I don't have a really, this is my answer, but I would I would guess no. Okay. Because just something about he seems to be a bit too optimistic and a bit too, maybe, you know, there's something aligned there where, I don't remember exactly, but something we are not, or something about young. Yeah, um, we're not that young anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of picturing them, you know, maybe in their 30s or something like that. And he wants to go back to that innocent time of adolescence. And uh, maybe she's, you know, at home with kids or being married or something like that. And he he's trying to get her to just come and let's live like we did before. Oh, I love and that. Maybe that's not so realistic anymore. But uh, that's kind of the feeling I got. That's a great answer. That's a really good answer. I like that a lot. Um, any final thoughts you want to share with us, Alex? No, I mean, thank you for having me here. And yeah, it's cool that some people, you know, I, I don't get a lot of use, but <laughs> yeah. it's cool when people from other countries and stuff like that get to get to see my music. Yeah, so there is a guy named Ken Rosen uh, who does a blog, and he, um, at least once a week on his blog, gives covers. And he's yeah. the one he had posted your cover and that's when i reached out to you so yeah Yeah. so thank you ken for helping us connect uh well alex please be safe take care of yourself um you know uh, continue making music uh if you ever think of doing another springsteen cover or if you do something you know don't hesitate to email me and say hey jesse check this one out i've subscribed to your youtube channel and i'm going to continue to watch your music i'll give a link to that in the show uh, but for now, just I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you, and stay safe you as well over there. We will do it. We do our best. Listeners, you stay safe. Remember social distancing. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Take care of yourselves, and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye.
doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts as well as a Merry Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. Set Listening Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listening Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.